2: Welcome to episode 2 of On the Box with me Simon and over there's Neil. Howdy. We uh, we have with us this evening uh Justin from I think he's on the USA pod sometimes and also uh a brand new baseball pod which you may well hear me on too. So hi Justin. Hi, Simon, hey Neil. How are you? Doing? <laughs> If you, uh, if you didn't catch the first one, we, you can kind of, uh, get some of our incoherent ramblings about TV on here. Um, this evening we have some, a topic. I think it's a lot of interest for people. We, I, I tweeted about it today and there's, there's a lot of feedback. Uh, kids TV, favorite kids TV shows. So there is varying ages here. So we got Justin on specifically because he kind of fits in between me and, uh, the child over there. And uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers old man. Yeah. Old man Brundish in the corner. There we go. Am, so, I, am I allowed to have like middle child pod syndrome? Middle child. Yeah. We'll just leave you out completely.
2: <laughs>
3: the unloved <And> you...
1: one.
2: So <laughs> my, my wife's a middle child. She'll get on that as well. If she, she couldn't agree more. Um, so right. TV shows. Let's, where should we start? Um, I think
3: I we think should that... give props to gags for trusting us for another episode. That's <laughs> where so we should start.
2: Just... Yeah. It's probably true. <laughs> Indeed. It got, we did, we did okay first time around, I have to say. Um, props to anybody coming back and listening to me. Yeah. I can't <laughs> imagine anybody's listening to this, this nonsense of us rambling, but I enjoy it. So I get hello, to do it. Hello to no the one's
1: dude, paying dude. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello, mom. <laughs> I mom think the other one's going to this. Gonna be this, uh, you know, me listening to this to hear the sound of my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool.
2: Right, let's get on. Uh, great shows from Atchie I think, do you know what? We might as well start with Justin. He's the guest. It's the way we go. Uh, at some point during the show, we're going to, uh, change this ra- incoherent rambling into, uh, our Hall of Fame nominations. You might have, uh, picked that up last week. We, our first Hall of Fame nominations last week were Neil? Uh,
3: Dexter, and I think Gags was pushing friends
2: heavily, wasn't he? Yes, Gags. Gags definitely, it was mainly me, I think, but yeah, we had to, we had to go Dexter may well be the greatest show of all time and friends, the biggest show of all time. So yeah, so each week we're going to be entering to one or two, depends on the, on the caliber, um, into the hall and you'll be able to check that up on, uh, on the website. Gags will tweet it out with, the uh, with the link for this. Uh, if you haven't already look at the app, it's awesome. So Justin.
1: So I was, was have... thinking, I was thinking about it this week, right? I originally thought, and when I contacted Simon earlier this week, like cartoons were more my wheeled house as a kid. But then I started, you know, thinking back and it was shows like Saved by the Bell, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Family Matters, the, uh, the, the semi-comedies with jokes that I wouldn't laugh at anymore because I'm more, more mature or arguably less mature and definitely more (laughs) twisted now in, in my, uh, my middle age or my early middle age. The jokes, dark. No, jokes aren't dark uh, enough for you uh, now. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and also, I just can't get past the datedness of Zach uh, Morris's cell phone. Uh yeah, but
2: but say by the well. Come on now, you Kelly.
1: Oh, Kelly Kapowski! Also, oh you know, my word And then Jesse Spano, Eliza- Elizabeth Shue. You know, she kind of ruins the entire image of her as the wholesome person with uh, Showgirls. Following after that.
2: That's not Elizabeth Shue.
1: Elizabeth Shue is from Karate Kid. Oh, no, who th- Elizabeth Berkeley. Sorry. Elizabeth Berkeley. Yes, Elizabeth
2: Berkeley. Berk- yeah, yeah, yeah. Liz- We're getting um, to a whole different, different, uh, podcast a... there.
1: Yeah, I think that's the crossover into movie night.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Hot Girls of Your Teenage Dreams.
1: Sure. Yeah. We all try and deny that we've watched that film. <laughs> 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 I, I, yeah. I'm not going to deny it. I actually regularly quote it. No, I, no as, I don't. As you I, should. I, I don't. <laughs> and, I, I, phenomenal.
2: You mean, See, it's, <laughs> it's very different. We, we're gonna, we're gonna cross over, yeah. We're gonna cross over this with, with the movies quite a lot. But, but, like, Time of Our Lives TV and Time of Our Lives movies, the, the, you can't get Justin, uh, you can't get Neil, the Karate Kid in the same way. Because that was part, you know, that was, uh, I don't know how old it was, maybe nine or something when Karate Kid came out. And, and, uh, it like capture something. As as there's a lot of TV shows, say by the belt, capture something entirely different. But I was probably 15 when that was around. Um, um, so what, what did you what did you get early? Like Sesame Street.
1: Sesame Street, because I think every single kid in the US learns how to read by Sesame Street <laughs> and count and count. Uh, he Man was was an early one for me. I think I was about five or six when I started getting into He Man, and after watching it, I, like an episode of it when I was maybe 14 or 15, when it just came on the air. I was wondering what was wrong with me for liking a cartoon where the main character just rolls around in missions in a (laughs) loincloth. I never, I never looked at it
2: that with, with uh, that much of a critical eye. He-Man quite possibly was one of was my uh, favorite show when I was a kid. I still have the toys. Not saying, awesome. saying I still have the toys is not true. I don't have any toys from when I was a kid. I have the toys I bought on eBay for my three-year-old son, who is now seven and never plays with them, but they're still all over his room.
1: Uh, and you're going to soon take ownership?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot full of them as well.
1: Yeah, and well, Skeletor is still one of like the scarier images to me. Uh, that's one I can't get out of my head. I, I, I actually might still have nightmares about Skeletor
2: i t- tell you what, the Skeletor that they made into the goddamn movie, that was the most, there's another episode for you, movies, TV shows that were made into terrible movies. But that movie they made out of it, that had the most heinous looking Skeletor, terrifying for any kid. My kids still can't watch it.
1: I actually like that, that movie. I actually think you get a third crossover, which is therapy brought about by seeing movie <laughs> Skeletor. <laughs> That's
2: the one. <laughs> oh, God. My, my seven-year-old still, we still won't watch it. He's too scared by Skeletor.
1: Yeah. And then also, uh, I love the buffoonery of Inspector Gadget. Ah, I loved Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget was a great one. Also, definitely a bit more wholesome with, uh, Claw instead of Skeletor because, you know, all the villains there, instead of being just evil and hissing, are, uh, are just buffoons, which is always more fun for a kid. (laughs) Definitely. There's there's a few of those. Did
2: you, (laughs) did you, Neil, did you get, um, like Danger Mouse? You too young for Danger Mouse? Kinda had Danger Mouse. I
3: remember having like a Danger Mouse T-shirt, but not really knowing what was going on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Danger Mouse <laughs> get... had
2: had a sim- very similar uh, like arch enemy that just bungled his way and was failed because he was an idiot.
3: I remember but... getting Danger Mouse and wondering why does Pinky and the Brain look different? <laughs> that was... <laughs> that's yeah, right. that's that's, that's right. something
2: generational for sure.
3: <laughs> Danger Mouse yeah. is
2: huge; it was really big. We had Mighty Mouse. Did you, did you, it was, I don't think Mighty Mouse was an American thing. See, bits that you get to know bits and bobs about, uh, about us podcast presenters and chatters, uh, as you go along. And I was, I was a military kid. So I was brought up all over the world and, uh, most of my, t- my childhood was spent watching American TV. So I'm going to share a lot of, uh, of, of, my favorite shows with Justin. And I didn't even get a lot of English TV. I came over, came over to England when I was 14, maybe. And, and so my friends wouldn't be talking about, it. do you remember when it was on? No, no, I didn't get. I didn't get the whole CBBC thing.
1: Yeah, I, I I remember Mighty Mouse a little bit, but wasn't one that I that I have you know filed in my bank where I can actually remember anything, including who is the uh, the villain. I only know that actually the hero itself is Mighty Mouse.
2: Yeah, the, the the villain was like a frog, this giant frog, and you just used to see his hand. It was the, so so it was drawn from behind him. He'd be watching and sat in this big evil James Bond villain chair watching on a screen somehow and you'd see his big hand big green frog hand that be it but you never see him no no and then he would he would he would have just like a james bonfield and i think he had a cat a big furry cat that'd sit on his knee <laughs> just complete blue felt <laughs> it's like yeah yeah exactly yeah it's just a copy or or some kind of 70s politician i think and um, so <laughs> what, what
3: was yours the the earliest thing I can sort of remember is, do you remember Thundercats? Was was that around oh, for you Thundercats.
1: guys? Thundercats. Thundercats was I I know what it is. I think it might have been a little bit after I was watching cartoons. Yeah, it's the
3: yeah. earliest. It's the earliest one I can remember. But the one the cartoons that I was most in love with were probably Scooby Doo, which I think just transcends gener- generations really because everybody knows Scooby Doo all the time. I think I was my yeah. favorite as a child. Like I could I could still watch Scooby Doo today.
1: I do think that there's one really funny thing about Scooby-Doo, which is for a kid show, they actually have gone a little bit subversive by giving a dog and his best friend the constant munchies as an allusion to the fact that <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy are always high. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that, I do not think that was the start of of what is very common in all, it, like Shrek is the biggest, probably the biggest um exponent of this, of the adult humor that's in a cartoon. And you don't notice, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the stuff that just goes above the head of, of children that have no idea what's going on, but, but it kind of, it kind of, uh, it grasps the, the, the dad or the mum that sat in the room having to watch this. Because at the time in the seventies, when, when Scooby-Doo came out, there was literally one TV and there would be maybe one or two TV shows of kids on a day. And that's all, all it would get. So the parents would be in the room now. That every, all kids are in completely different rooms in the house, watching on their own little, uh, iPads, little stuff. Yeah. Exactly. My, my daughter's doing it right now.
3: I I remember, is it, is it's not, it's Rugrats or Hey Arnold, one of the, the grandpas. If you watch it now as an adult, you realize that they're like a pervert, but you don't realize (laughs) when you're a child. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: think, I, I think that was
3: Rugrats. Is it Rugrats? Cause he says, something like, rats. he puts the kids to the side and he's like, I'm going to go watch this movie or something. And he's holding like a porno or something, but <laughs> nobody notices when you're a child. <laughs> it's
2: like, I vaguely remember Rugrats. It was on like, sat- you know, the Saturday morning TV, like Philip Schofield going live, I, I think it was called. It I was remember. Like- uh, was it live and kicking? And like, yeah, yeah, that was that was just a, yeah. an incarnate of it, wasn't it? They could go and live started it, and then it ended up st- turning into morphing into twelve different shows afterwards. But it's all the same premise that, that it it's live. You got some pop stars come on there early on, like proper famous pop stars. Now the equivalent, I don't know, would be a little mix or something, <laughs> and then there would be some cartoons. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it?
3: Yeah, um, I remember SMTV Live. Do you remember that? And then it had CD UK afterwards. I was like, thirty-six see that? at the
2: time. Of course, I remember. I, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Jeez. Yeah, Anna Deck and and Holly Willoughby, Holly Willoughby. And katy Lee was on that too. Do you remember? Yeah, 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 of course. Loads of loads of TV presenters came from children's TV. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's basically Where they are now. <laughs> <laughs> does 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 it happen? Similar thing happen in uh, in the states? Just.
1: To a point, yes, but I think more it's been like a lot of, uh, a lot of the kids TV in the morning is still just cartoons. I can't remember too much that I watched that had, uh, presenters. Like I, the one I do remember was they had a, an NBA show that had Ahmad Rashad, who is Felicia Rashad, who's Bill Cosby's TV wife, Claire Huxtable. But I can't really remember, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't really remember too many shows that had, big stars as presenters outside the guest stars on Sesame Street which is still something that happens now.
2: Yeah, that but that's amazing that's a different level. What we're talking about is 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 basically kids, 20 year olds that they're, they're the live presenters and then they go on in England to become the what we would see as on the because we have five main channels and then all of the cable. And you had cable much earlier than we did. Um and then and so Saturday night TV that seven o'clock is prime time is the biggest shows of the week. Absolutely crap. Most of the time. But, but that that's where our biggest live presenters end up. And that all of them came from Saturday, Saturday morning kids TV.
1: Yeah. See, like we, I think that some of that's happened with the Disney channel. Cause now that I think about it, you have like Selena Gomez, Vanessa Hutchins. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Miley Cyrus. They all kind of, they all came from there.
2: So all the whores came from Disney. mean,
1: pretty much actually. i have to all go full whore to, Cast off the shackles
3: of Disney, so they have to like make up for it.
1: <laughs> my, my dad harbored my dad harbored a grudge against Disney, though, as a, when I was a kid. Uh, so I didn't really, you know, the Saturday morning was cartoons followed by professional wrestling and then American Gladiators. That was a period American... of my time I look on really, really fondly. Gladiators, Jesus yeah, it's on my God. list. What too. A show
2: Gladiators, but I, I'm not. Sure, that's that's a family show, isn't it? Rather than a kids' show. Well, my mom hated it, so. <laughs> it was just a kid's show for me. Uh, but, Baywatch, also, same. It was, is, the, they're on the same time. They, they have the similar Baywatch audience. Dance, wasn't it? It was Baywatch at
1: like six or something, then Gladiators was like seven. Yeah, f- five and six. Yeah. So, the um, babysitter I had growing up, she, and this goes back to the fact that my parents, I think, are perverse people in some sort of way, because they took me to see the head that rocks the cradle when I was nine. But. <laughs> But whenever whenever they'd go out on a Saturday night and leave me and my brother with a babysitter, my brother's a year younger than me. We'd end up just watching Baywatch with the babysitter. And there's nothing healthy about, you know, a nine to a maybe like a twelve year old watching Baywatch.
2: No. Well, no. no, I'm not sure it's not it's unhealthy. I just saw I just saw uh, Borat yesterday and uh I don't know if you remember it, he has a great love of talent Randerson and Baywatch, it's very amusing.
3: And she's oh, yeah. into to the sign-in or something, doesn't she?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, the behaviour of a twelve-year-old boy.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only difference is most twelve-year-old boys don't bring burlap sacks with them to uh, book signings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you do in your country; it's pretty normal here. <laughs> uh, did, so we're we're
3: we sorry. Uh, sorry, were you like too old for? Do you remember Batman and
1: Spider-Man? Remember that? All kicked off. No idea. Oh, I, I remember, I remember the cartoon Batman. The, Sp- the cartoon Spider-Man, I never really watched, but I do remember the cartoon Batman. The 1993
3: one, I think. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah. It's, yeah I was, I was, was, uh, I was 11 in 1993. So that was definitely around the point in time I would, I would have watched that. And I, and I remember the show. I just can't remember much about it because I think some, you know, there's something imminently forgetful about certain cartoons when you're 10 or 11. Cause I was also thinking about, you know, DuckTales and Animaniacs. And oh, all yeah. I can remember is the fact that I watched them. I can't really remember almost anything about them. All I can remember is the intro of Animaniacs, the,
2: the theme tune that would go round and round in your head. <laughs> yeah, I remember them too. The the the, the, right. so the, ba- the Batman-Spider-Man thing, that, that's kind of the advent of... Uh, Spider-Man wasn't. Spider-Man was like around the 80s, I think. And I, I, I do remember, I've probably watched through five different incarnates of, uh, of Spider-Man. It was much more cartoon kid like and then they this the Batman came out, it decided to be a bit darker, didn't it?
3: Yeah, it was more that's when you sort of started to feel like you were growing because you were starting to watch something that actually had story as opposed to just being bright colours. Do you know what I mean?
2: Exactly. That was kind of the beginning, the dawn of um a phenomenon that never existed before, the teenage cartoon. So it wasn't going just all out fun kids cartoon. This was stuff that that was was aimed at probably fourteen year olds, thirteen, fourteen year old boys, and uh, d- a little bit d- more science, a little bit yeah. more sci-fi, a little bit more technical stuff. And 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 now it's become Disney XD. They've got a whole channel of it. D- DC actually, they still make
3: those in the exact same style, and they still use the same voice actor for Batman. He just apparently he is the guy. Like I forget what his name is, but they still spend millions every year making animated.
2: Films or just that style of Batman. Which is what I'm talking about. Disney XD. It's my, my, my boy watches it all Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Now their biggest show on Disney XD is God. There, there's a whole massive series of Marvel. Um, so Avengers, um, have their own series and then there's Hulk and the agents of Smash and there's a Spider-Man whole series on there. Um, yeah. It's on, it's like 24 hours. Um, Oh my god, what is the guy called? Given that we're looking at kids TV, I really should have looked this up before. Um, but this is, this is weird kid who has this watch and he, it brings out like aliens out of this watch. Um, it's massive for, for, for Disney and I really don't remember what it's called. There's a ride in Drayton Manor based on this, this character. But Disney XD is exactly what you're talking about. We did, we really didn't have any of this stuff when we were kids. Maybe, I reckon, Going back to the early stuff, I remember Sesame Street because I said that I had American TV, so so uh, Sesame Street was a was a, a big daily thing for me when I was like seven, maybe. And then there was this really the first superhero stuff that I had exposure to was I think it was called The Super Seven, and oddly it had Simbad in it, and it had um Sinbad Stretch the actor Armstrong. or Simbad like car- Sinbad. No, 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 it was a cartoon. It had Sinbad. Sailor guy? <laughs> Sinbad to be said you exactly. couldn't
1: really go. Oh, Sinbad the sailor. I thought yes. If you're going Sinbad the actor, I was going to say you couldn't have gone any place in the 1980s without Sinbad being there. No, no that's very, very
2: true. No, this is early 80s and it was like, it was, it was, um, it had, uh, Stretch Armstrong and it had, uh, I think it had two of the Fantastic Four. It had the, the flame guy as well. Um, and then it had a guy that could shrink. Um. Something. Weird concoction of shows you No, know, no, it really was. It was really, really, very weird. Plastic man. Not Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, plastic man. <laughs> plastic like, and that, th- this is, this is literally my first exposure to properly to, to superheroes in cartoon form. It was like maybe 82 or something like that. As American, didn't even come on in England. No one has a clue what I'm talking about when, when I mention it in England. Justin's too, too young to know what I'm talking about as well. But yeah, that was, uh, it was one of my favorites for sure when I was, when I was a kid. And then, and, and the first probably kids TV, Rainbow. How can you not talk about Rainbow?
1: Just I think you have might have no I idea think, what I'm talking about. I think you're going, a, I think you're going like a few years before my time. Rainbow again, is, is,
2: Rainbow is, is, is purely English. And okay. it's, it goes to the, what we talked about earlier of the, uh, adult humor, uh, that goes straight above kids heads. Basically, I'll, I'll post a, a YouTube of it later. Um, they had this very, very camp middle-aged guy, Um and he had uh, a six-foot bear called Bungle, and he had some form of pink hippo, and uh this other puppet called
3: I remember this. Zippy. I, I didn't know what it was called, but I remember it. He
2: said, so like, the, the orange Zippy, dude. George. Yes, Zippy. Yeah, I remember that. Campus thing you've ever seen. And there was constant innuendo talks between them, and they would like read stories to each other and stuff. And then there would be a, a, a live action where they would, where where they would show like kids in a playground and learning something that day. Then come back into this little house that they lived in. It was surreal looking back. How on earth it was a TV show, but that's the quality of British TV at the time.
1: <laughs>
2: and and but but it is in England. Rainbow is legendary. I think anybody over thirty. Um. It would be quite a big player in their, uh, all-time kids TV shows. Oh, we have there um, with Magic yeah, Roundabout, is it? Magic Roundabout was quite a big one. Did you, did you get that, Justin? We didn't get that one. There's, there's the made into a movie. Uh, and the other, the other, I suppose there are two other big players for, uh, in England would be, uh, Blue Peter, which was yeah. massive and lasted like 40 years and it's still on. It just now. finished, didn't it? Is it still I, I, I on? Know. I think it's still on. I think it's still on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is because, um, I saw, one of the reality shows my kids watched with we a diving in. Um, one of the one of the girls in it was a blue Peter presenter. Was they she attractive? Because they seemed double. to get attractive as they went along. They did. They <laughs> didn't used to be hot when I was a kid. That's for sure. And then um, they got attractive. <laughs> yeah, they did. Because well, you have to, you have to be kind of hot to be on TV now, don't you? Yeah,
3: yeah. I remember they got what do you call it? Your woman Salmon from from here, and she was like model quality. <laughs> really,
2: no idea what you're talking about, but but uh, yeah, they definitely got hotter. And the other one, the other big, big English show, which is, it's, it's probably, it has a similar stature. To, I think Blue Peter probably has similar statures to Sesame Street in the States. But the next one is, is, I would say Grange Hill. Yeah. That, you know, you know, like t- some TV shows, like, I suppose, like X-Files of its time or like Friends even, it, it changes the culture. In your country, there's something changes the culture of the time, and yeah. and Blue Peter was that. anybody uh, anybody over probably thirty, anybody definitely over thirty five will uh, will be able to tell you all about Zamo. If you just literally say Zamo, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. This this one character who got addicted to drugs and yeah. uh, had to. I, had I'd to, like
3: it not to add the Saved by the Bell because Saved by the Bell sort of dealt with the same sort of issues as Green Chill was trying to deal with, but a little bit lighter yeah save by the, the bell's a little bit the have
1: the drugs thing or something in it I seem to remember. oh no they they actually had two episodes within which drugs were dealt with uh you, you, this is say by the bell is one of my t v areas of expertise. it's on the lower brow end, but I know more about uh, total aside. I know more about the sopranos and the wire than I know about anything else, including my family. <laughs> <laughs> But Saved by the Bell is one of those that I'm also I, I know far too much about because I used to make sure that I got all my homework done by five oh five every single day because TBS used to broadcast and TBS had a very strange schedule where instead of starting everything on the hour or half hour they started everything at oh at, at five after and thirty five after the hour just to accommodate Atlanta Braves games.
2: Right, of course, but I cause, used because they own they own Atlanta Braves, Center.
1: Yeah. But I used to make sure that I had all my homework done by then, so I could watch them. But there are two episodes that deal with drugs in Say by the Bell. One of which is famous actor Johnny, Mont- Johnny Montana, where I think they, you know, just tried to take Joe Montana's name and change the first one. <laughs> smokes a joint in the Bayside lo- uh, High locker room, uh, I mean bathroom, while they're shooting an anti-drug commercial, and then tries to take Kelly to a fancy party, which Zach does not enjoy.
2: Oh, and remember.
1: the event, and the eventual episode of that one is just say no. And then there's also the one where Jesse is so obsessed with her SATs and also trying to get into the, uh, talent show that she just, that she just gets addicted to caffeine pills. Yep. And you have the, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared breakdown that she has.
0: <laughs> with so the saved great acting. The bell-
1: yeah. Saved by the bell did touch on it.
2: Yeah not not that? quite not quite the uh the um withdraw the the cold turkey that Zamo had to go through and and the needle injecting and it was a whole series dedicated to it and then the series afterwards was dedicated to him coming back to school again from his his uh heroin addiction. It went like full Eastenders did not it like it was a real drag like stealing stuff to, to pay for his, uh, pay for his addiction at 14 or 15, I think they were supposed to be at the time. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they got very famous. And a couple of characters went off to EastEnders, which is probably, uh, which is, I don't know if you, you won't probably have heard of it, but it's
1: I've of heard big. of, I've yeah. heard of EastEnders. Yeah. Yeah. Crap, but it's a, it's a big show in England. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I do live in New York. I do, I do come into contact with English people. <laughs> I, <suppose. laughs> I just don't if, know your, I just don't know your English child shows.
2: No, 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 but if they do watch EastEnders, stay away from them. I think that's a fairly, fairly good rule. Disclaimer, I'm not English. <laughs> no, you, you are Irish, Neil. I, I understand that. <laughs> just EastEnders at one point, EastEnders <laughs> at one point had this very fake Irish kid on that was a footballer or something.
3: Why can't they do Irish accents on English TV? It's like, can you not just get an Irish actor in? Like, <laughs> they have to keep faking it.
2: Terrible. We, we, we need, we need an episode about, about, uh, English actors speaking American. <laughs> we, 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 we definitely need to go there at one point because it drives me absolutely insane. But let's, let's kind of stay on, uh, on topic as there is plenty to discuss with, uh, with kids TV.
1: So, so I, I kind of got one thing I want to bring up because I, I realized we went through all these cartoons and kid shows, but we've ignored, uh, my, my favorite piece of American propaganda, G.I. Joe. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, G. I am GI Joe. That leads four the time mask as well. Because... Yeah, GI Joe, I mean GI Joe toys still sell constantly. I don't and know. Movie. And movies, I just don't know how you can find the show anywhere cuz I don't even know if it airs.
2: No, I don't I don't think I've ever seen the cartoon. It's and, 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 and given that I have kids that watch Netflix and Amazon and all that kind of stuff, I've never seen it on there at all. It's the kind of, that's that's kind of my boy's wheelhouse that would be.
1: So I've it's never seen it.
3: Extremely camp.
1: <laughs> yeah, well the animation's so bad too that people have actually found some really, really good ways of spoofing it. I should find some YouTube clips in the uh, I think they sourced them. it
3: out, didn't they? I think they'd like sourced it out of Japan or China or something to get it I animated. Mean, I don't think it was made actually in the States. Of course
2: it wasn't. We don't make anything here. <laughs> oh, but but just that that opens up a whole new whole new world. The the Japanese cartoons. Like, not Uh-oh. the manga stuff, not the manga stuff, not the cool manga stuff, like, but, but, like, Ulysses, did you, then the, I, I don't know if this will, uh, I'm gonna start rambling and Neil's too young and just then never got them. But we had I, loads, we had a big series of, like, Ulysses, we had, um, um, Battle, Battle of the Planets. That might have been my favorite cartoon when I was a kid. It was yeah. um. Literally no uh, idea what this is. Voltron.
1: Oh, I know Voltron.
2: Voltron is, is, Voltron is amazing. It's what Power Rangers copied.
1: Yeah.
2: uh uh-huh. It's the cartoon Power that Power Rangers, yeah, we know, you know Power Rangers, there you go. But the cartoon was a Japanese cartoon that obviously just get dubbed and, uh, there were four five lions maybe and they all had different powers and then they would have a big battle at the end and they would all have to combine together and become this giant robot.
3: There's yeah. always robots, isn't it? <laughs> Something turns into robots.
1: Yeah, it's true. Isn't it? I wonder what that is. What? I don't, I don't it was think like it... they tried to merge Godzilla and Transformers. It's not about a combination.
2: Transformers, Godzilla, both amazing cartoons.
1: Oh, yeah. Just Godzilla
2: kind... was an amazing cartoon. It was one of the... Godzuki. That was another genius bit. that they, they tried to copy the Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo thing with going on with that. And then Transformers, that's gotta be a worldwide success, isn't it? So if, yes. you want to
3: bring, if you wanna bring it right up to date, I don't think you can talk about Jap- Japanese programs, like talking about Pokemon, because oh, that Pokemon. is, that's a phenomenon, like, that is, that really did carry across generations.
2: Yeah, that's, it's still on now. Yeah, it's massive. On, like, on Disney XD.
3: It's crazy, like, it, it was actually a computer game first, and yeah. then, Became a series, and a lot of people don't, a lot of people think it's the other way around.
2: But the irony is the computer game's crap.
3: Oh. <laughs> you, you might get some flack for that.
2: <laughs> but really, I just don't, I've never got the computer game.
1: I But play, the, the I cards are, are an amazing the collector's item. Yeah, they it's are. True. I played the game on my
3: Game Boy until it literally went on fire. I'm not even joking. It started wow. smoking. Wow. I remember getting a Pokemon Blue back in the day. It's like one of the original ones, it was blue and red. I remember getting it on launch day, and within a week or something, my whole thing had started smoking and it stopped working.
2: <laughs> that just shows how young you are, because my boy has a, po- his first, uh, first game, he had a Game Boy. Or, no, it's not a Game Boy, what are those things? DS. DS. DS yeah. He has a Pokemon White.
3: Yeah, they've all started, they started like introducing all these new Pokemons and stuff, and I can't be bothered with that. It's the original 152 or nothing. <laughs> I check out after 152.
1: Jeez. I don't even know that I could figure out how to play one of those games at this point. You
2: battle. You walk, walk somewhere, and then pick a pick an animal to battle against another one. Is that right?
3: Yeah, it's turn-based, so like you attack, and then they
1: attack you. It's not
3: like you're sitting
1: hacking at each other. Do I mean? Yeah, I think I might be lost on the whole video game thing. Past uh, once I got the Triforce and the Legend of Zelda. It basically just became all sports games for me. But the, the, original <laughs> the original Legend of Zelda. The original Legend of Zelda. very cool. <laughs> oh the oh yeah, it's eight. It was eight bit. <laughs> ah, it's still great. Oh yeah.
2: Perfect segue. This leads me on to what to one of my next agenda items would be how kids' TV how they affected culture, like the which which TV shows like Pokemon. It's transcendent, so so it, it went across three generations probably. But also, you can you can go into any kids shop and still now buy collector's cards, buy stickers, buy toys, mm-hmm. which is which is fairly. It's a it's a fairly recent phenomenon. It recent as in the eighties was the first time it ever happened, but now it's everything. Now all TV, kids TV shows don't they? They get branded with their toy, so they come out. Uh, you you got i don't know have either of you guys guys got kids no no i don't so so in england we've got um a, a really young tv channel called cb uh, Bs. it's a bbc thing um and they're phenomenal tv shows or they're, they're designed around it at like uh education points and colors and stuff like that but every time they launch a new show it literally launches with its own series of toys
3: yeah, you kind of want, it's kind of like a chicken or an egg thing. did the toys come first or the show come first? <laughs> no, no, they
2: launch, they launch together. They literally, you get some, sometimes you get the toy in the shop as, they're, as they're marketing, the show's coming out on September the 4th or whatever. And like in July, because obviously they've got a captive audience, they'll be marketing it on, the, on their, on their network for a long time. And then the, those toys and the books, books, uh, they, they appear like a month before the TV show comes out, but it's all linked together. You can buy wallpaper of the same stuff. It's phenomenal, and, and yeah. Poke- I think Pokemon was one of the, one of the early uh, early adopters of of that phenomena. um
3: their think- own by Nintendo, you see, and they just know how to prize money out of everybody. Phenomenal,
2: <laughs> but one of the shows you mentioned earlier is the is the guy is the 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 founder member of uh, of that phenomena, He-Man.
1: Oh yeah, I, I had so many He-Man toys when I was a kid. Me so. Too it was just the type of thing where, you know, my mother, if she knew that I was going to throw a temper tantrum to shut me up, would either find one of mine in the house or go buy me another one. Then it's I would do it for like 25 minutes.
2: Yeah. yeah but and it's it so different as well. You get one toy like in two months and that would be the toy you played with for the whole that time. Now our kids get like 50 toys a week and they're all spoiled. But, but the, the interesting thing about, about him, I saw a boring documentary as I like a documentary um. A couple of years ago about it, and it, somebody had an idea about a TV show, but they went to the, um, to, I think it was Sony or, um, Paramount or whatever. Um, and they went, actually, we've, we've, we've seen Star Wars and we've seen the, the merchandise they've sold. I want to make a TV show that can sell merchandise. And so they design these characters that can be sold. That's the premise of He-Man. Yeah, each of those characters were designed explicitly shows <laughs> that they could make. Well, maybe, but I love the show. And it, you've got you would look at the kids' shows in, in the eighties. They all they all had a moral of the day, didn't they? They're like Teeler at the end. Well, today's today kids, we we learn about stealing and how stealing is not good for you, and uh, and it doesn't make you a good person. And you can learn this and this and this. We don't get those morals of stories anymore. You just literally, the moral of the, of, of kids TV shows these days is act like, uh, is dress like a hoe, look like a hoe, be mean to all the girls, and you get to be popular. And buy this lunchbox. <laughs> and don't forget to buy this lunchbox. And if you're really, really pretty and really, really mean, you can get to be a pop star. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's, it's not quite, it's not quite the same, uh. Isn't that how the world works? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs>
3: I've learned you, anything in life, That's, isn't that how it works?
2: <laughs> yeah, if you get if you were, if you're pretty and uh, and you tweet about Liverpool, you uh, get forty thousand followers straight away.
3: At least I'm doing half of that. <laughs> <laughs> half gets you nowhere though. <laughs> that, you with is,
2: it depends which half.
3: Half. Well, yeah, that's true. You could tweet about anything if you're one half of it. It doesn't really matter.
2: <laughs> that's very true. So what, what other, what, so I've got He-Man. We've got, we've got, uh, Sesame Street didn't really have toys. It, it kind of does now, but not, there is a, a, really big show that, uh, that you are perfect, you must be perfectly aware of, Neil, that, that kind of did that stuff in England. Like maybe late nineties, young kids show and, and end up having a number one in the charts. Well, I'm not sure, but is this,
3: this could be anything from Bob the Builder to Mister Blobby. <laughs> Teletubbies.
2: Oh God! Oh <laughs> no! You have that in the states as well.
1: Oh, Teletubbies definitely came here.
2: Oh God, that is the most. So that was, I think, that was the beginning of CBBS, where they decided that they were going to be some kind of educational TV. That's TV. What is educational about that? It is on occasionally,
1: but like they don't use words. No. I mean, are, are they giant light bulbs on the top of their heads? Like, how, uh, uh, what what form of communication do they do? How can they express the desire or necessity to share things? There's so many it, crude things of tally Tobbies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it became
2: it became in England some kind of uh, student thing that that students would come in in the morning after being hammered all night, probably stoned, and watch tally Tobbies. And it, it like started to be in the papers that that's what students did, and then it got this cool about it that it just didn't deserve because it was such a terrible kids show and it got really really famous because apparently students liked it I was a student at the time never watched it but yeah the the it, it kind of got into that you know the newspaper i was kind of like i'd say i was around about 10 then so
3: i was kind of in this stage where i'm too cool for that i don't watch it anymore and i'm not old enough to think it's retro <laughs> Do you know what i mean so so, you're, so what
1: you're saying is you're in a luck you're in a good spot yeah, I I gladly missed all of that, and I have no
3: idea other than their stupid names. Was it like, oh god, can't even remember anymore. Dipsy, la la
2: po, la la po, and Tipsy Dipsy. I don't know. It's on the song, so Dipsy. <laughs> Why <not>? uh, <laughs> Tinky Winky. That's the one. That's, that's Tinky Winky. Check me out. I'm a TV T- expert.
3: Tinky Winky's a little bit of that innuendo you we were talking about for parents. <laughs> yeah.
2: But but then, at the same time, there was another one called Balamori that was out, this uh, Scottish thing that had this campus policeman. And um, and at the same time, this, this one camp policeman guy, PC Plum, uh, and one of the Teletubbies, Tinky Winky, they both got caught and they were in the papers for being some kind of subversive perverts. Getting caught in, in in coming out of gay clubs doing really odd stuff. So so the newspapers pitched it that they were subversive because they were gay and they had something to do with kids' TV. So there must be perverts. And, wow. it, and no no one and no one no one said anything about it. No one went. You know that's a little bit that's uh, Homophobic, but you know
3: <laughs> this doesn't sound like the British media at all.
0: and airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: it might have been that paper we're not allowed to read but uh but yeah no it got it and then it, it got onto tv shows in england as well it's very uh, both both those characters lost their jobs wow Cra- crazily uh... enough
3: there was other things as well. they have got, like,
2: number one. Remember Bob the Builder? Yeah, Bob the Builder. Uh, I Mystic do. Lobby. You can buy all of those toys now. I think that's the beginning of the of that combination of kids' toy, like Tiny Kid, that, that you could buy lunchboxes and wallpaper and curtains and bedding. It's because all these, these companies the realised... The it's because they
3: realised that small kids can't buy things, so they've got to market... Do you know what I mean? They, they, small kids can't pay money for things, so they've got to market in a way that. The parents have to buy it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean there is a bright side here, which is even if nobody listens to this podcast, I have my one-year-old niece's birthday party next Saturday, so I'm getting really good present ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> to help my future children. <laughs> <laughs> just start back to this.
2: <laughs> Got some terrible stuff. Some absolutely terrible TV shows. So let's get let's get on to uh, to our favourites to to some some kind of uh, Hall of Fame nominations. So you, uh, what are you bringing to the party, uh, Justin?
1: So they're gonna. One of them is gonna be more of a, a teenage geared show, or maybe I'm just calling it that because it came out when I was a teen and never really got like too too deep. But uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh Prince. and then, And then the other one I'm gonna bring up is at the aforementioned Saved by the Bell.
2: Oh, they're two classics.
1: I'm yeah. not entirely sure whether
2: that they. I'm not entirely – were on kids' channels, so they're still on kids' channels now, so I suppose they must be able to. But my first first uh, instinct is to say that they can't be kids' shows, but they must be.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they touch on some things that are a little bit risque, but – and, and that's where I'm not sure whether or not they cross into, like, that teenager area, and then do you call them – like, do you call teenage shows kid shows or, you know – yeah, you're not point? an adult. You're not a. You're not a kid.
3: For me, Fresh Prince was always on MTV. Do you remember that song Yeah, an I, I do over
2: here. I agree. MTV is is wonderful, but it's also talking about. I think. I think uh, as it's our show, and uh, as the host of this evening, my rule is that if my kids, who is ten, can't if they're not allowed to watch it because of stuff that's inappropriate, then it's not a kids' show anymore. Uh, I, I think I would. I would be a little bit. Reluctant to let Lola watch Save by the uh, No to let her watch Fresh Prince. Oddly enough,
1: that's just, that's just, totally fair. Being you're the only one of us here who's a parent.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think I think I love Fresh Prince. I would watch it now, and and it is one of those it is one of those cultural shows that that um, I just it's just ingrained, isn't it? That that everybody knows um
1: Carlton Stance. Oh yeah, you you have to. I mean. Especially, also the fact that uh, he really loves Tom Jones. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The fact that Tom Jones is in there and he has a song called "Sex Bomb." We're gonna have to. I- I'm gonna. I'm gonna vote to remove my own choice. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> but going it's with some very, it's very, very power show. deductive reasoning there. Do
2: you know what, Justin? I think save that. Right? You're gonna come on again and talk and talk up Fresh Prince because I think it might. It might be one of the great shows.
1: It, it so. really might be.
2: Yeah. So forget the kid thing. It might just be one of the great shows. So we'll save that for another time. But Saved by the Bell is definitely, uh, it's definitely got some got something. Definitely. What so uh, dealing with issues as well? So as I was saying earlier, I, I, I do think it's one of those one of those shows that, that is dealing with stuff in the background that you're not really that's not in your face. So yeah. If you if you were ready for it, you would get the message, and if you weren't,
3: you'd still enjoy the show. Yeah.
1: That's exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like The Simpsons when it first aired because I have cousins who were about fifteen to twenty years older than me. Who, when I was about nine or ten, on you know when we'd have family events on a Sunday night, they'd go into the other room and watch The Simpsons, and I'd join them, and we'd all be laughing. But they'd be laughing at things that they got, and I was just laughing because I thought that the cartoons were kind of crude and Homer was dumb.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. It's a, it's much more of a family show. But again, my kids not watching The Simpsons. Yeah. But I Simpsons, think I... Simpsons was up for, up, to, up for debate last week. Is it's definitely going to come back at some some point, isn't it? As an all time great? Oh, absolutely. It's also going just to come definitely in. not a kid show. Just, no. just a,
3: a little bit later on, it might come up as well. Just just putting that out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So let's let's move on to you, Neil. What do you reckon? Well, first of all, uh, one that's already been mentioned, I think Pokemon has to be for consideration just because of. <laughs> Everything that it spawned, it is in every aspect of children's lives. It's in your face all the time. Even as, as, if you're if you're a parent and you know what it is, do you know what I mean? It must be great. Would you agree?
2: It's definitely in society. It's, it's become a societal thing, isn't it? It's def- everybody knows what Pokemon is to a point. Yeah, I don't and know people- anybody's watched it. I don't know anybody that watches it. I don't know the quality of the
3: actual show. It's one of those things as well. It's like, do you remember like, where your parents just called everything Nintendo? Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it was a Nintendo or not. It, Pokemon's kind of like that. So, like, if you're watching something that's got monsters, and I was like, oh, he's watching Pokemon, but you might be yeah, yeah, watching yeah, Pokemon.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does. It does kind of. Um, um It's like an umbrella for a genre, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like it's bigger than itself. What happens in Pokemon? The the, the bits I've seen, there are some kids. The obviously, obviously, it's a uh, it's it's Japanese stuff. Some kid goes searching for. It, has he got like a little bit samurai kind of feel about it? There's, I, it there's always something mythical about it. you see
3: it is mythical. They're going off when they turn a certain age. They have to get their Pokemon, you see, and then they have to go out into the into the into the land and win their badges and come back men. I suppose so. I suppose it's kind of like samurai that way. So yeah, you have, or, or your stripes. It's like scouts yeah japanese scouts a bit more violent if you actually think about it like would you send your kid out when he's like 10 with his little monster to get attacked (laughs) crazy isn't it jesus do do, do you have a pokemon justin
1: i i have no idea about almost anything about pokemon except for its existence
2: yeah i know know pokemon i used i think everybody
1: thinks pokemon is pikachu that's exactly what I think of this. That's the only. That's the only thing I know from it is this cute little cartoon purple, pink th-
3: furry thing. Yeah, then that ties into the thing where, like, the parent will go, "Oh, that's Pokemon, but it's not it's Pikachu." Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. People think that Pokemon is Pikachu. That Pikachu is Pokemon.
3: Yeah, so it's infected to the point where people are just calling anything Pokemon.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely it's it's, it's got some real cultural significance, isn't it?
3: Yeah, and it's still going today. Like the fact that it can, it started in, like ninety eight or something, ninety seven, ninety eight, and it's still massive today. Like the the game still spent millions, and millions. Is, Is
1: millions. it massive though, because of the entertainment quality or because of the marketing brilliance?
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, that's that's true. Uh, uh, very true. Yeah. Well, like I guess as we were saying, like it started as a game, so I suppose it's not the kids show itself that spawned. Spawned the greatness with the games to start off with and the toys.
2: But I, does, just, that, does just, that rule it out? Is Katy Perry famous because she makes great songs or because she's marketed brilliantly?
3: Or she looks good.
1: <laughs> she does. Can Do I bring up a brief aside on something? We're talking about games generating a movie, but there's no funnier example of that than the Street Fighter movie. Oh,
3: yeah. That, that is, is
1: Dam. <laughs> yeah, it's hysterical. Kylie.
3: Kylie, Kylie
1: yes, Kylie, yeah, she's in it. We you don't even think know who Kylie is? Do you just Kylie Kylie Minogue?
2: That's the one. There you go. Yep. Ninety-five. Where
1: did think ninety-five? I'm under a rock.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, d- I don't know how she. I don't know how famous she is in America.
1: Oh, we. we she's reasonably famous here. Oh, okay. The other guy,
3: uh, the guy from your uh, guy is like Gomez or whatever from the Adams family. Do you remember him? It's like a big actor at the time. Yeah, Raul Julia. Yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal, wasn't it? Like, I was massive at the time. Yeah, that's true. It was just terrible. That's like Christian Bale or something being a (laughs) Street Fighter, you know
1: what I mean? Like, back in the day. Someone needs to do a remake of Street Fighter, but make it really dark and put Christian Bale in it. <laughs> it's good.
2: it's normal. Yeah. you know, it was, you can say that but it's happening for sure because cause when was the last time you saw uh, we're veering off to bloody movies again when was the last time you saw an original movie yeah uh, big studios are
3: too scared to do it because if it flops it's just it's the end it's, it's, it's going
2: to have to it comes from Amazon or Netflix that's that's the only places that are paying for these things these days
1: I think the last time I saw an original movie was the movie within a movie in the Entourage movie
2: oh Jesus you're killing me still not watching Entourage
1: <laughs> I said was it was
2: gonna do it, but I haven't watched it no don't don't it don't bother no really don't don't it's te- unless you love Entourage don't watch it it's absolutely pointless but we digress yet again that um, do you want my second yes your second uh Scooby Doo Scooby Doo that one's pretty undebatable <laughs> I was about to say really how can we argue there's, doesn't that just have to go in? Oh, it absolutely does. I think everyone even has a favorite Scooby-Doo e- episode. Or, you know, the the it, it changed. I don't know if you've seen any more recent versions of Scooby-Doo because the cartoon morphs over the years, doesn't it, as they get better animation. And I think yeah. probably I'd imagine different companies buy out the rights to it and then make it again. But my favorite incarnation of it was definitely this, I think it's like second or third series, really early on, when Scrappy came in. Scooby-Doo yes. and Scrappy-Doo. My favorite. It might be my favorite cartoon of all time.
3: Uh, it's the, one of those weird times where they brought in somebody extra and it worked. As opposed to you going, ah, oh, this is filler.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we maybe talk that for a second with Scooby-Doo about the uh, the respect for an audience that a cartoon has? Because has there ever been an episode of Scooby-Doo that hasn't ended with the villain being unmasked? <laughs> <laughs> If it wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs> but it,
2: it's, it's the opposite of the stuff we get these days, isn't it? There, it's not smart. There's no intelligence in there at all. That that you knew probably, I reckon by the time you were eight, you knew in the first three minutes who the baddie was going to be. And you were literally watching it just unfold. I say it's the junior version of Columbo and I stand by that. <laughs> junior <laughs> version of Columbo.
3: I
1: think it's hard to argue with that. I also think it might be teaching kids ageism because the uh, the villain is always the old crank Always the old guy. Yeah, yeah and they're actually supposed,
3: to, they're supposed to be like 16 or something, but they're being betrayed as adults. Like Fred and Daphne, and they're all supposed to be like 16 in their heavy oh, van. <laughs> Do
2: you know what? Do you know what we we quickly quickly let's let's uh, let's quickly before I announce mine um shoot to the Fernando Torres award. I want to change it this week just because of that. It just came to me. Instead of instead of the uh, great ser- great two series that turn into terrible. I don't know if you if you heard the last uh, the last episode the Fernando Torres award is uh you you might see the parallel here um is for a TV show that had a great two series Proper, great two-series, and then became crap. Um, What was the winner last week, Neil? Prison Break. Undoubtedly. That explains everything everything you need to know about the award. I'd like to change it slightly for the Kids Award to the TV show that spawned the worst movie. Ooh. So, So you can see it kind of has a similar feel to it. Great TV show, and then the movie was made. A woeful... Version of the kids tv show
1: can we call can we then maybe call it the robbie Keane award for this week because he's moved on to la
2: that's a great idea this week the robbie Keane award the robbie Keane award i like that <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> moved on to moved on to the glitz and the glamour but just didn't quite work out <laughs> <laughs> he's a rock star over there to be fair um, says all you yeah. want to know about mls really <laughs> oh, <so laughs> i can say that being irish so
1: <laughs> i'm not insulted don't worry
2: I can, say so that about I, Robbie. I can say anything I want about Robbie because I'm a um, Yes, yeah, very true, very true. My 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 nomination for this is gonna be Flintstones. Really? Oh, that Flintstones. Another classic terrible. cartoon that no one's mentioned. An absolutely appalling movie. But but to nail the coffin, they made two of them.
3: Oh, the second one is undoubtedly it's terrible, but I think it's a generation thing that I liked the first one because I think it was like 93, 94. So uh, okay, about five or six. So to me, that was brilliant.
2: Halle Berry Fair. was in it. Halle Berry wasn't wearing around. nothing. <laughs> so, so, so you blow my you blow my uh, nomination out the waters. But you, you guys, you guys think about that while I'm coming up with my hall of hall of fame nominations. Um, one is a show that no, that no one's mentioned so far and is uh, on TV now. Phineas and Ferb. It might be, at some point, if it doesn't go into this, it's got to go in as one of the great shows of all time. Uh, Either of you seen it? I haven't. Jesus Christ. I guess you win by default. (laughs) You're killing me. Phineas and Ferb might be the funniest TV show of all time. It's, it's, it's genius. And it's, it's got, it's basically these, these, uh, geeky stepbrothers. Um, and, Ferb is English but doesn't speak any, he doesn't speak at all um, and Phineas is a very very chatting, very 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 smart younger brother uh, to Candice who spends uh, so basically these two boys invent stuff every episode they invent something awesome out of blueprints and like they the invent a rocket that goes to the moon but they won't quite just go to the moon, they will, they will build this massive scaffolding that uh, creates this biggest rocket they've ever seen that almost touches the moon, pretty much. But on their journey, they will also bump into an alien who then becomes their friend and then comes back twelve times during the the uh, series as it goes on. Every episode has a song. The song is brilliant. The writing in it is phenomenal. I I urge you both to watch it. it is very 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 clever and very funny um you get are, the they've are, also are you got watching this with your kids or on your own <laughs> i've seen <laughs> every single episode we watch it, 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 it was it was probably my boys was, i think he was probably f- f- three or f- three probably when he first started to watch it and he's got a very very catchy theme tune in first place um but he is now seven and we've pro- we've watched every every episode up to this point, and he still watches it now probably once or twice a week um but there are only so many times you can watch the same episodes there's no no new series they had they had a little movie come out. I think they'll probably make a big movie at one point, but it's 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 a phenomenon across the world as well it's, one, it's probably the biggest selling TV show in the world um kids TV show in the world which oh, was it all probably right? means everything it's Disney it's a Disney show, so if you go to any, any Disney store, you'll be able to buy Fin and Ferb toys. Never heard tell of it, and it's pretty. Well, until I had kids, I'd seen them in the shop. Not until I had kids. Until Jesse was three, I'd seen them in the shop. I was like, "What the hell is is 'finish'?" What a stupid word is the Phineas? And and then I saw the show, and it's just brilliant. So that can't go in, obviously, this week because neither of you two have listened to it or, or seen it. But uh, I urge you to watch it, and then I'll I will discuss it at the next uh, uh, next appropriate occasion. Now, um, good. Good luck explaining to Annie why I'm watching this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In preparation. What are um, you watching today on oh, for. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, before we get to my final one, I just want to go through some of the shows that, uh, that a few of the people have come up with on Twitter. Uh, we have some Saved by the Bell, Wonder Years. Wonder Years is a great show. Another great show. You can't argue that. Also, Two Fresh think- Prince
1: nominations. Wonder Years really speaks to speaks to my childhood too. I mean, I didn't grow up in nineteen sixty nine, but Kevin Arnold was from you know the New York suburbs. I'm from the New York suburbs, uh, so okay. very very relatable for me.
2: Wasn't it wasn't it like when um, as I said I watched kids TV American TV when I was a kid and they they had uh, like a sixties maybe a sixty show maybe a seventy show. Leave It to Beaver.
1: Do you not know it? I know Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, yeah leave, I mean, leave It to Beaver. It was. It was like that. Only you know, late '60s yeah, that, uh, America. Exactly. That's what
2: I was saying. That's what I was referring to. It was, it was yeah. a kind of '80s version of Leave It to Beaver. Yeah. Despite them trying to bring back another version of Leave It to Beaver after that point, um, but yeah. So it was. It's, it's, it's a kind of representation of how '60s America was. Like you say, it
1: was a great show, and and it had Topanga. Yes. Oh no, no, it didn't. No, it's actually a different one. It's Winnie Cooper. Oh, of course, Winnie. Topanga, Topanga's
2: boy is Boy Meets, boy meets World. World, which is currently on. They've made a they've made a sequel called Girl Meets World, which is his. It's their daughter. They got married. Topanga and Corey got married, and it's their girl, their daughter, and so it's it's on kids' TV right now. It's
3: not one of those shameless things where they put on somebody of a different gender to make it different
2: <laughs> yes, but, it, but, but they refer to it all the time so all of the characters are in it or that like his parents still in it and his best friend come in it all the time and the the that teacher miss, I don't know what his name is um but they, yeah that teacher comes in it every now and again so they, but it, i think my Lola loves it so so i think it's quite a good show um what else have we got um, i kept seeing when air Airwolf- Was that a kids' TV show? Nah, A-Team and Airwolf. I'm not having those. They were great shows of their time. Maybe we need to do an 80s thing, but obviously not with
1: you. (laughs) The Um, A-Team is a kid's show if you're really, really, really into war. Yeah.
2: I loved it, I loved it, but I don't say it's a kid's show, it's a family show, that's all. So Can, so, I, can uh, I pity yeah. the fool who thinks it's a kid's show? <laughs> Stuck out. But nice. uh, to bring it back to the 80s
3: point, uh, I'm from Ireland and 80s TV's current TV, Simon, so I'm, I'm, up, to, I'm <laughs> up to date with
2: the eighteen <laughs> <team> in <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe you don't have Sky these days, but you're right. I, I, I have, uh, my best friend lives in, in Belgium, married a Belgian girl, and uh, whenever we talk, we're constantly like, uh, have you seen this? What? Because they're like five years behind of TV and movies. Yeah, soon enough, just watch out. Top Gun's coming out of the cinema scene. It's really good. (laughs) It's kind of a running joke. Um, But
3: yeah, Maybe they haven't heard of the Kardashians and they're laughing at us then.
2: Oh my God, just imagine that.
1: Well, I mean, I just want to be now on the the on-the-box Neil Discover's Knight Rider special. Oh, Knight Rider. I've seen Knight Rider.
2: (laughs) Come on, (laughs) You but you didn't ex- you time didn't time. experience Night Rider, Night Rider. I was like six. It was I think, it was, I it, was it was incredible. You used
3: to be on a, like we have RTE over here, which is the yeah. Irish TV. So the RTE it's different. on a I remember on a Saturday all the time, I would play with Lego, and in the background RTE Two would just be on because it would be on from the start on the Saturday with all the kids' TV shows, and it would just like run on through. So it would run into Night Rider and Airwolf and A Team, and then eventually into Street R- Hawk. Ireland six nations which is how i got into okay
2: but but (laughs) it was but what we talked about earlier it's not the same for you because you watched it when technology was so much greater at the time a talking car any form of computer was unheard of so
3: the fact that it had an
1: adversarial talking car
3: (laughs) i'm not i'm not that young like i I remember before the internet like before that was a thing fuck off (laughs) jesus
2: christ before the internet okay
3: like, before it was a thing, like, now nobody had the internet or nobody had a computer in their house really either. I like, in the, because like, in the 90s, nobody really did or nobody had a, a mobile phone either. That was like 2001 before everybody got a 3310 and everything just went, like gave shit. I, I,
2: I started my business in 96, uh, and I had, I spent, I think I spent like 600 quid extra to get a modem to connect to the internet and it was, so it, my my phone bill would be like a grand a month because I, I checked my email and literally nobody had email at the time. So nobody <laughs> sent it, but you had to dial into it. It was just obscene. So that was 96. So you're right. The
1: late, so what, late you're 90s Mr. it G-M. kind of
2: came in. Yeah. So you,
3: are, you are actually Mr. Gmail because you were the first person on email. Yeah. An <laughs> everybody
2: everybody listening doesn't get that joke. But we yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> early doctor, what can you say? Yeah. <laughs> Um right, so my last nomination is what a show we talked about already,
1: he Man. I, I, I had I, I have that. to agree with that one.
2: But it's 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 one of those shows that has the the great narrative, the great story of all time. The 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 great Star Wars story, the great Robin Hood story, the Goody against Baddie. Always Goody always wins, Baddie always tries to take over the world goody goody saves the save said world despite it being on a different planet um obviously a big muscle band guy walking around in pants is is essential TV viewing if also we have Teela so you've got like the hot cartoon girl to perv over if you're 12 <laughs> It's got it's got all forms of all all forms of characters of, of, of insane thoughts. abilities. So you've got some magic of uh, and and comedy with Orko, <laughs> the flying wizard hat, and then you've got. Um, oh, sorry, I, I I I told you I watched Borat earlier, and and uh, he made reference to uh, to, to yeah. something that looked like a a <laughs> No, that hung like a wizard's hat. Uh,
1: like a sleeve of wizard. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, something like that. So, so yeah, then I had the great baddie in Skeletor, who, who was an evil genius and had the power of E-Man, but still would always be contrived to lose. How that happens is, 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 is ridiculous. Um, so it had all of those mystical elements of like Dungeons and Dragons, the show we haven't talked, another show we haven't talked about. Um, yet. Yeah. And it had great music. It has everything you need in a in a great kids' TV show: great music, great action, insane characters that you can buy and play with yourself. Stratos can fly. Jesus Christ, Ram Man—he can—he he is this little fat dude that that he has springy legs and can knock buildings over. What more do you need than that?
1: Very, very true.
2: True. Although the only
3: thing—the only negative I would give to it—is. The whole cross generation thing. I don't think it carries. You're right. Not I a lot of right. people today would well I associate with He Man because I, I like the movie. I just sort of caught the end of that. So that's where I that's where I lie with He Man, but I don't think anybody born after maybe nineteen ninety three, four would know what He
2: Man is. Yeah, I think you're right. I think not not only does it not carry um through the ages, because of the age thing, that, that is part of um, the way TV shows, kids TV shows were made then, that they aren't entertaining to kids now. Kids need instant action. You can't have a little, uh, uh an intro to the, the characters and then uh, a 10 minute build up in the, in the episode before you have a battle. You have to open with a battle and then they yeah. walk to another battle and then there yeah. will be another battle. It has to be balls so, to the
3: wall all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Kids just don't get it. My, my my kids watched He-Man when they were way younger than I was, but now Jesse, who is nearly eight, he will watch it on occasion when we're having bacon sandwiches because it's a tradition of what we used to do when he was three. But he has no interest in watching it at all because it's re- it seems really long-winded, even though it's probably like an 18-minute episode, but so much yeah. less happens in it than in any of his... Disney XD shows that are
3: on now. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. It's not really been like what we were saying about maybe Pokemon and Scooby-Doo is the fact that it's been rejigged over and over and over again so that it comes out in HD and all that. So kids relate to that now.
2: And they speak up.
3: Yeah, kids can't. Kids won't watch something at 4x3 aspect ratio anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they'll, never, yeah. they'll never watch He-Man. No, so it'll right be true. lost. Unless they do, they do what we, we were talking about is that they just rebooted because it might make
2: money. Yeah, they did try. They, they made a really, really terrible version of it, and nobody watched it. So, kids—the only kids that watch He Man now—that are aware of it because it's on. It's on Amazon. You can actually download it. Um, it I have every every episode anyway. Um, you can. I'm a He Man fanboy. Who knew? Um, <laughs> that you can, should have said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you've blown it out of the water, and you're absolutely right. It can't go in because it I was think only it, of its time. I think, yeah, I think it needs to be in the whole thing. It needs
3: to be something that's timeless and something that...
2: I think it, I think it changed, it changed culture. I think it changed the way TV is made, and it changed the way TV is marketed.
3: Yeah. But well, the TV, TV shows... It's probably one so of the things that introduced that, but it wasn't the final product. You know what I mean? It was like the inspiration for something that came later, which was yeah. something like Pokemon or something. Maybe, but I don't think, way, I don't, but...
2: see, I, there's uh, Justin will, uh, stand up here as well, is that I don't think, I don't think, in the same way, perhaps He-Man wasn't a strong enough, uh, show itself for, like, to, to go across the ages for kids to watch now. I'm, I'm not convinced Pokemon is the big is, is good enough of an actual show on its own.
3: No, I, I don't think. think, I don't think so either. I just, I just yeah. sort of, uh, it's just, it's relevant because Pokemon is based upon all of the, the merchandise yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. He-Man yeah. sort of started that. Yeah. I That's feel exactly like the, what I
1: mean. I feel like the litmus test would be, and I mean, obviously this is impossible until someone invents time travel is if someone sends me back in time with a, with a Pokemon DVD or VHS, because that was what I'd have to use back then to watch an episode of Pokemon when I was four next to an episode of He-Man and see which one actually kept me sitting still. Yeah. 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 But, but
2: literally, my kids don't watch Pokemon at all, and they they watch the channel that Pokemon's on all the time, and it's one of the shows that they don't watch. Um, I think we, as much as it's affected society and our culture, I think we have to rule Pokemon out. Scooby Doo's still on the board. I think Scooby Doo's going straight in, isn't it? Yeah. So we have three others: Phineas and Ferb. You two can't. Dis- which I think is actually the best show that we have on the board. I don't think that can go in because neither of you two know it. We're down to say by the Bell. It's the first show of its type. One thing we haven't talked about is with Saved by the Bell is that um, we had a it became it was on uh scar on our cable network here, um, and they invented a channel called Trouble, which I think it was a Nickelodeon thing.
3: I remember Trouble. It was kind of like an in between yeah.
2: Nickelodeon and MTV. <laughs> yes, it was a team thing, and and it had Saved by the Bell, and it spawned all of these other shows that were replicas of Saved by the Bell. So it had California Dreaming. It had this really odd um, European school that were, they were in some form of... I don't know what the show was called, but it, it was like an international school in Switzerland or France or something. And they're all American, but it happened to be in this other country and they had one person that spoke English and that spoke English with a French accent that was working there or something like that. Uh, but
1: it was pretty much saved by the bell in a foreign country, still speaking English. With yeah, I mean... It's- Definitely it, it had, had loads it. of them. Hangtime was another one that I can remember Hangtime. after that. Hangtime yeah, so it had they a massive
2: pretty... influence. I mean, like
1: all Green, they... Green Hangtime Chills was just too. taking Saved by the Bell and just putting it in Indiana. Yeah.
2: yeah. You
3: know, yeah we were yeah. saying earlier, Green Hill as well, that's pretty
1: much...
2: Uh, but we didn't put Grange Hill wasn't a nomination. Grange Hill should probably have been the nomination over He-Man, but I didn't do it at the time, so it's only fair. And we can't talk about this for three hours. We're already one hour in. So I'm saying we should go Scooby-Doo definitely. Everybody is is, is transcendent. Everybody has a favourite character from Scooby-Doo, favourite episode of Scooby-Doo. Most boys have a favourite character in Saved by the Bell, but most people probably can't name an episode of Saved by the Bell. What do you reckon?
3: Um... I think for the international, I think Americans in particular would would say "Saved by the Bell."
1: Justin would probably agree with that. I, 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 uh, you're putting me in a tough spot, guys, because I enjoy both. I, uh, I, 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 think, I probably like "Saved by the Bell" more. I, I think, think "Saved by the Bell" resonates with me more. Yeah, but I would probably actually go with Scooby Doo. Yeah, I think Scooby-Doo's I feel like Scooby-Doo. it's just more of a. I feel like also within the category of a kids show, yeah, it is much closer to a kids show. I think it's a could, kids sh- show.
2: So there we go, people. Uh, our kids' show Hall of Fame nomination entry, Scooby-Doo. Who's going to argue with that? Scooby-Doo, for God's sake.
1: Yeah. So are we going to go back to the Robbie Keane Award? Because I thought about two. Yes, let's go Robbie Keane Award. Go, Justin. There are both terrible remakes of Dennis the Menace. Oh, Jesus, you're right. <laughs> I did not even thought of that. Yeah, Walter Matthau playing Mr. Wilson. Couldn't even see it. I remember it, yeah. <laughs> And then Richie Rich
2: was that a TV? Was
1: that a TV show? It was a cartoon. Ah, okay. Yeah, but they they were banking on that short period of time within which everybody thought Macaulay Culkin would not turn into a total train wreck.
2: I remember the TV show. I remember the movie. I don't remember the TV show.
1: Yeah, I think the TV show was like a '60s cartoon. Uh, Like it's way older. So they rebooted the. They, I think, they wanted to try to reboot the franchise, but they. They really didn't get past number one. Of the two, I would definitely say Dennis the Menace was worse.
2: Yeah, it's true. I don't think Dennis the Menace was necessarily a great TV show, though, in the first place.
1: No, it wasn't. And it's not as bad as the Flintstones movie, because the other thing I wanted to bring up when you're talking about the Flintstones movie is they were uh, they were trying to use the popularity of the Olsen twins from Step by Step. Yeah. Back when they were still kids but they just cast two kids who looked like the Olsons, but they weren't the wow. Olsons, as pe- as, uh, as Pebbles.
2: <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Much like Dajon Lovren
1: is you know, impersonating <laughs> a central defender. <laughs> Keeping the AI theme going. Do
2: you
3: want
2: my nomination? Yes,
3: absolutely. Uh, well, I've, I've got kind of got two. Uh, one is Power Rangers. Power Rangers. That spawned a movie. It might be so terrible you've forgotten about it. <laughs> I didn't even know about it. It's one with, uh, is it Ivan Ooze? Is the bad guy in it?
2: Wow, really? The, yeah.
3: the, the Green Ranger turned into the White Ranger. See, Jeez it's so terrible Christ. you can't remember it. <laughs> no, I
2: did not know that. That sounds pretty, pretty awful.
3: It's spawned many movies since, but this was like the big, like, this was millions and millions went into this thing, and it completely flopped. Wow. Big yeah. stuff. My other nice. my other one would be not to keep going on about it. Pokemon.
1: <laughs> There's a Pokemon
3: movie. This, yeah, the Pokemon movie. Uh, it was terrible. It was about uh I'd say it was lucky
2: if it was sixty five minutes long. And
3: wow. it's just god awful.
2: But there were loads of those. There were loads of almost uh like yeah. You know, you know. I think there are. My kid told me there were five Lion King movies. <laughs> yeah. If they go straight to DVD, it's not the same. But then, does that make it a bad movie? I think. I think the. I think the Flintstones being on every cinema in the world for like three days, that trumps it as a big movie failure. It has to be a failure.
3: And it had the stars in it as well.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: So It had uh, Goodman and what do you got? Your guy that doesn't do movies anymore, but he was massive and everything.
2: Uh, Dan Aykroyd, not Dan Aykroyd. Uh, the guy that was in. He was in Ghostbusters. He was in it. Yes. He, uh, was he was in Honey, I Shrunk the kids. kids. Yeah, Rick Moranis or something. Moranis. Rick
1: Moran- yeah,
2: Rick Moranis. Yeah, it had really big, and it was really. I know you liked it, but uh, kids like movies sometimes, don't they? Really terrible ones. It was it uh, with The thing that there were like uh, Lassie, great kids show from kidsness from the seventies, and they made some terrible Lassie movies since they tried to reboot it a couple of years ago and it's absolutely god appalling but it still didn't make it to the cinema. So I think Flintstones is going to be the winner. Yep. Any objections? No, I agree. No, I agree with Keen that Robbie Keane Award goes to the Flintstones. Congratulations, Flintstones. I'm sure, I wish we had Halle Berry here just to, you know, accept the award. Just to, and receive. How awesome that just to receive something. <laughs> And there we <laughs> go well i think that kind of covers the t- how, how can you possibly cover tv uh over 30 years of childhood um but i think there's probably a uh as much as we're going to get through this evening so uh thanks very much justin and uh neil's awesome as always uh is there anything that you guys particularly want to plug your baseball pod maybe justin
1: yeah, the uh, it's should be coming. Uh, episode one should be coming next week. It's going to be called the Seventh Inning Stretch, and it's going to be co-hosted by myself and Armando Angulo, who also hosts the Mexico podcast and also is doing some stuff with uh, the World Football Index podcast as well.
2: Very cool. Neil has our pod to uh, to to promote as well, which is awesome. Where where can our pod be found, Neil? It can be found. Well, if you haven't heard
3: about it now, where have you been? You can find it on the, the Amphilet.x app. It is out. The has been talking about it for a long time. You probably thought, when is it ever going to come? But it's here,
2: and it's coming to Android as well, didn't he say? He did. It's coming to Android fairly shortly. It's probably yeah, so it's, maybe a month away from Android. It, but it's out uh, there for all Apple users uh, in the iTunes store. If you've already got it, make sure you leave a rating. It's fantastic. Nice one. It's not, Who cares if you're lying? But you shouldn't be lying because it's bloody awesome. It is awesome. The amount of blood, sweat, tears
3: that has gone into this... And it is fantastic to have everything in the one place. It's so easy. It's it's a no-brainer. If you listen to the AI, it's just a no-brainer. If you don't listen to
2: AI, just
3: download it anyway.
2: <laughs> there is a lot. If you don't listen to AI, what, how on earth you listen to this and what you, what, what are you doing? Um, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of content. We're probably talking 35 hours a week of content, maybe even more, plus all of the articles written by Sam because you know that's what he does it's just sam <laughs> yeah he is he is awake so he's writing some article somewhere um and it's free it's free gag spent a lot of money doing this as well and it's free so get on that leave and all he asks is uh that you listen you enjoy what you enjoy don't you listen to everything give everything a try see what you like i don't you know encourage everybody to listen to the desi pod because i can't understand P- punjabi either so but you
3: know it might be funny. It wouldn't um, be possible to listen to everything anyway, but it's just, it's okay. There's so much,
2: but, yeah, but do funny. leave a review on iTunes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, that's been a great second episode. Uh, if you guys have any, you, you'll be able to find the Hall of Fame on, um, and the, this week's Robbie Keane Award uh, on the website <laughs> uh, on Um Gags will tweet out uh, if you have any uh, suggestions for, for future Episodes, give us a shout. Otherwise, we'll be rambling on in the next couple of weeks. Thanks for listening.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.